Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at ChooseWood.com. It's Wednesday, August 31st. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. Missouri Democrats are cautious about whether backlash over the demise of Roe v. Wade will lead to success at the polls, especially if other issues take up voters' attention. You know when your when your grocery bill is increased. You know when you're when it takes much more money to 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 uh, to put gas in your car. In just a few minutes, St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum examines new information showing conflicting views of the state's abortion ban. The Federal Emergency Management Agency has opened another disaster recovery center in the St. Louis region following last month's flash flood. The operation in Ferguson is at the Urban League Empowerment Center. It's the fifth center to open in the area since the flooding. Others are in St. Louis, University City, Hazelwood, and St. Charles County. FEMA and Small Business Administration officials are at the centers to assist people coping with the aftermath of the high water. The Republican nominee for St. Louis County Executive confirms she's staying in the race. St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum has more on how Catherine Pinner's statement is a reversal from last week. Pinner had told Renee Artman of the St. Louis County Republican Party she was dropping out of the race. But Artman said Pinner sent her a text message on Tuesday saying she needs to keep her commitment to, quote, God, myself, and the voters. I mean, she's got every right to. She won the primary. Pinner is considered a long shot against Democratic St. Louis County Executive Sam Page due to her lack of financial resources and the county's Democratic tilt. She's also attracted controversy for a lawsuit claiming that wearing a mask is akin to, quote, satanic ritual abuse. Pinner defeated State Representative Shemed Dogan in the GOP County Executive primary earlier this month. I'm Jason Rosenbaum, St. Louis Public Radio. St. Louis Circuit Attorney Kim Gardner has been officially reprimanded for her handling of the 2018 prosecution of former Governor Eric Greitens. The Missouri Supreme Court has also fined her $750. In April, a panel found Gardner violated professional ethics rules three times when she did not properly give evidence to Greitens' defense attorneys. She also did not correct mistakes found in court filings. Gardner says she's pleased with the outcome and that the Supreme Court and Disciplinary Council recognized, quote, the ethics disciplinary process should not be weaponized for political gain. A national nonprofit is returning to St. Louis to study how the arts contribute to the region's economy. As St. Louis Public Radio's Chad Davis reports, arts leaders say it's important to gauge the strength of organizations after the pandemic decimated revenues. Americans for the Arts last study released in 2017 showed St. Louis arts organizations and events generated nearly $600 million a year and supported about 20,000 jobs. Arts leaders say the new study will show government officials and arts donors the benefits of a thriving arts scene. Vanessa Cooksey is president and CEO of the Regional Arts Commission. The impact of COVID on our sector has been significant, so to be able to understand what both the short-term and the long-term impacts of COVID on our industry is what this study will capture. St. Louis officials are considering giving RAC $10.6 million, and St. Louis County is considering $1.6 million in support. I'm Chad Davis, St. Louis Public Radio. 
Illinois health officials are reporting the state's first West Nile virus death of the year. A Cook County person in their 70s had been sick since the beginning of the month. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention tests confirmed West Nile as a factor in the death. The virus is spread through mosquitoes that pick it up from infected birds. State health officials say West Nile has been found in mosquitoes in 30 counties and eight birds in six counties have tested positive so far this year. Some Democrats have expressed optimism that the U.S. Supreme Court decision leading to a ban on most abortions in Missouri could provide a boost in statewide and state legislative contests. But as St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum reports, one poll shows the new reality for abortion access may not translate into election consequences for Republicans. Shortly after the United States Supreme Court struck down Roe v. Wade, abortion became illegal in Missouri except for medical emergencies. Planned Parenthood of the St. Louis region in southwest Missouri's Banyan Lee Gilmore says that created a bleak situation for abortion rights supporters and set the stage for a long and difficult battle to reinstate those rights. You know, I think it's really important for all of our supporters and activists and those who have fought alongside us to know that the fight is just beginning and this is going to be a marathon to rebuild access. It's not going to happen overnight. Um, It's not going to happen in a year or two. It's going to be years of work. There's some data that Lee Gilmore's sentiments may be correct. A new poll from St. Louis University and YouGov shows that 75 percent of respondents want exceptions to the state abortion ban for people who become pregnant due to rape or incest, which is not the case right now. And 48 percent want to pass an initiative that would scrap the state's abortion ban. Yet that same poll shows that GOP Attorney General Eric Schmidt is leading Democrat Trudy Bush Valentine by more than 10 percentage points. Schmidt strongly supported the state's abortion ban, while Valentine is making her opposition to it a central part of her campaign. Stephen Rogers is an assistant professor of political science at St. Louis University who directs the SLU YouGov poll. He says it shows that Missouri voters are not necessarily drawn to vote for someone on a singular issue. It can be weighing on voters' decisions a little bit, but there can be other issues like the economy. Missourians do have a history of supporting progressive ballot items like Medicaid expansion and raising the minimum wage. But with some rare exceptions, support for those efforts have not always helped Democrats running for state and federal offices. Democratic State Senator Jill Shoup is furious about the state's abortion ban and thinks it will hurt Republicans in the 2nd Congressional District that takes in portions of the St. Louis metro area. But she also says there may be more pressing issues to voters. Increased costs are really problematic for a lot of people. And um, that's the first thing you you know when, you're, when your grocery bill is increased. You know when, you're, when it takes much more money to, 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 uh, to put gas in your car. For the most part, Missouri Republicans like State Representative Travis Fitzwater are not that concerned that blowback over the new abortion ban will hurt them. I talked to one consultant yesterday who thought that it, it could probably raise turnout for Democrats a little bit in the in the fall, but I don't know that it's gonna be enough to change many of these races. I think a lot of the, especially state Senate races are 
you know, there are not a lot of competitive ones. Others like GOP State Senator Lincoln Huff of Springfield noted that Republicans should not dismiss the impact of Roe's downfall. He pointed to how Kansas voters rejected a constitutional amendment that would have said there's no right to an abortion in that state. You know, this is one of those issues that is that is very real to people and and near and dear to their hearts. And and I, I think it is I think it's hard to handicap how that will actually affect one voter turnout and two, then, uh, you know, how those folks vote when they do show up. Roger says one thing to look for in November, besides the impact on the U.S. Senate race and congressional contests, is how Democrats fare in closely divided state legislative districts. If there is like a district right now that like going in all else equal, we would expect, say, 55-45, maybe the abortion issue could split that seat. However, if the district is in a 60 or 70 range, there's going to be, have to be a lot of movement for that. One thing's for sure. Missouri Democrats like Valentine are not going to back down in playing up their support of abortion rights over the next several months. And until voters tell them otherwise, Republicans will not back down in their opposition to abortion rights either. I'm Jason Rosenbaum, St. Louis Public Radio. Our Jonathan All edited that report. The Gateway is a production of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. Have a great day. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at choosewood.com.